0: Brighton Talk Sex, the sex Sex. education we never had at school. You're listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Sponsored by She Said Boutique, bringing to you the finest selection of designer lingerie, burlesque fashion, adult toys, and erotica. I've chosen to share with you today the what's and how's of tantric sex to simplify maybe how we approach this whole subject of tantric sex to make it more accessible and to demystify what tantric sex is and also to release some of the stigma about what we believe tantric sex to be So our own sex education in our culture really is a very, in my opinion, a poor sex education. It doesn't bring, I feel, any quality of connection or richness in our sex. We are not taught about intimacy, We are not taught about touch. We are not taught about relationship. And we are not taught about communication. We are purely in our sex education taught about penetration to ejaculation. And put this here and that there. And Bob's your uncle, you've got an STD or a baby. We are not taught about pleasure and how to ask for pleasure, how to receive pleasure, or actually that pleasure is okay and part of our experience as as a human, as a human with a body. What we believe Tantra to be the whole stigma around Tantra is that we believe that Tantra is all about sex, which for me, Tantra, it's my lifestyle. It's the way I live my life. It's the way I meet my day. It's the way I meet who I am. It's the way I express who I am. It's much more than what happens in the bedroom. And because it is and very enriched life, of course it's going to have a reflection of how I show up in the bedroom, how we are able to show up in the bedroom. But Tantra does offer us methods um, of how we can enrich our sex lives. Tantra sex is not about having sex for hours. There's this whole stigma that Uh, Tantra is about having sex for hours and obviously when we think of sex we think of penetration so if we are looking at having penetrative sex for hours some people are going to think oh sod that I can't (laughs) I can't be bothered with penetrative sex for hours that sounds exhausting it sounds not manageable it sounds uh, unachievable so we're going to take that belief away straight away it is a sacred time and I'm making love for hours, but that could show up as many things. Um, even just spending time in caress, spending time in, in honouring, spending time in communication. It's not all about the act of sex. It's about bringing back the sacredness of sex. We've also had this belief, this stigma, that Tantra is all about these whole body orgasms, and I'd like to take that away as well. And that's purely because what we perceive orgasm to be, and what a Tantric orgasm is, is very much different. we're thinking of orgasm as in this fiery, passionate um, release, The tantric orgasms are more, for me personally, more subtle and it's a sensation all over the body. Orgasm is a sensation and all of a sudden when we uh, release the lid that we've um, placed to contain our our ability to feel sensation just in our genitals, when we release that, then we're able to feel this sensation of orgasm in the whole of our body. It's not just suppressed and contained to one area. And really orgasm means no time and no ego. So in that moment, when we're in this state, when we're in the sensation of orgasm, there is no time and there is no ego. And even in our uh, orgasms that we may be used to, our functional orgasms, we can recognize that, that in that moment, there is no time, and there is no ego. So tantric sex, just rewinding, is not about continuous sex, or the act of sex for hours, and it is not about whole body orgasms. It's very much about letting go of expectations of goals. Again, if we reflect on our sex education, there's already a goal there. There's already a preconceived idea, but it's penetration and it's going to end in ejaculation or orgasm. So we already, before we've even started, the act of sex, we already have a preconceived idea of how that's going to end or how that should look or how that should end. Tantra doesn't have these expectations and goals. It's about riding the waves, riding the breath and being in the moment and just seeing where that takes us. And if we are able to be in that, our body intelligence, which is far more intelligent than our mind can perceive, We'll we'll behave and we'll respond naturally. And these are the beautiful states and rich states that we all desire. I feel we all desire as humans. I believe that tantric sex is the creme de la creme. It really is what I feel we are searching for. So we are all very good at physical sex. We all know how to fuck. That's not difficult. We are getting better at emotional sex. But there's something much more subtle that is what tantric sex allows space for. And that is sensation and the energy of sex that is the creme de la creme. That is, there is something that is existing behind the act, behind the touch, behind the intention. And tantric sex also brings back the sacredness of sex. Tantra is not, for hippies, (laughs) tantra is not... I feel this new trend it's it has a huge amount of history to it that's kind of like saying that any history that we can conceive with our mind whether that be the world war or you know the bible whatever that is is true but Tantra isn't because it's an energy that we can't grasp with our mind. Um, but Tantra has history. It has a hell of a lot of history. And its history actually is the foundations of yoga. Yoga started with Tantra. So for those people who are out there that think that Tantra is a load of freewilly uh and hippie rubbish there's not really that respect there that this is history and yet some of those people be quite happy to go to a yoga class without realizing the yoga they are doing is has stems of tantra in it the foundations of tantra in tantric sex there's Two where well, there's many streams of it whether that be red tantra white tantra pink tantra but it's about this energy this taoist tantra where we are moving cultivating harnessing um our sexual energy and then there's obviously the sanskrit tantra the vinyana bahava tantra but these tantras are all talking about how men and women come together energetically, and how when there is that union, how the different polarities of the man and the woman support and nourish and feed each other. We have this criticism that uh, men love with their cock, and they truly are loving with their cock. We're taking that as a criticism and a judgment, but The lingam, the man's lingam, is his positive polarity, is the positive pole. And the woman's yoni is the receptive, rather than using the word negative, it's the receptive pole. So when we receive in a lingam into our yoni, it's about having some awareness, some consciousness of of that, you know, if their man has love and worship and is aware of the energy of his lingam, is very much aware of what, um, he is, he is giving, sharing with the woman through the receptivity of her yoni. And then this energy comes up to the woman's heart, which is her positive pole. And then that connects and gives energy to the man's heart, which is his his receptive pole. So if you can imagine, then, then there's this wonderful loop of the lingam being the positive, being received by the woman's receptive that energy rising up into her positive and being shared with the man's receptive. So it's this wonderful circle of energy. And this is what the foundations of tantric sex is no matter what background that's coming from, the, the masculine and feminine poles they have this dynamic, they have this sharing, they have this way of feeding um each other, supporting each other, being in harmony with each other, and synchronicity in creating this wonderful union and connection, which again is something that human beings desire, something that we seek. And this is very much missing in our functional sex. There's not this conscious knowing that this is how we fit together. This is how we fit together, and that is in uh, same-sex relationships again, because obviously one person is going to be more, more masculine or more feminine dominant. It's the the sacredness, the consciousness of sex in our sex education has gone missing, and therefore, because something is missing, I feel that as a society we're always hungry for sex because we're always looking for the thing that we have forgotten, that we've lost, that we, somewhere in our knowing, know is missing. So if I could offer you some keys to take away and to simplify tantric sex, it's really important that tantric sex, I feel, it's not a technique. You know, we read all these magazines, these newspapers, blah-de-blah-de-blah, and again, it's still touch this there, touch that there and you'll have this amazing orgasm. Touch that, do this, suck that and you'll give your man an amazing time. We're still very being given these techniques which are so about thinking about what we're doing and not feeling into what we are sharing, what we are doing, how we are being with our lovers, with our partners. So Tantra offers methods And then you find that through playing, which is important, it's kept light through playing and experience these methods, we become the method. It's almost like many of us, can we can walk down the street because we know now we've learned how to walk. So we are not doing the walk-in, we are being the walk-in, we are the walk-in. And this is what Tantra allows, it, so that we are it. We are Tantric sex, we are sex, rather than we are doing sex. So my suggestions would be, firstly, slow down. And if you think that that is slow, slow down a little more, and a little more. We live in a very fast-paced society, so our idea of slow and what slow is may be very different, very different. But if you think how fast-paced we are in general, we take that into the bedroom and everything is at top speed. Our touch, to get to, to achieve, to succeed, to give, to get. All these agendas that fasten up our sharing, so slow down. How do we slow down? We breathe. So before even approaching our lovers, just noticing our breath, and if we can slow that down to our natural breath. So I'm not saying about changing our breath here into some yogic breath, but being in our natural breath, how that comes into our body, fills up our belly, And how that leaves our body. And if we can slow down and be with our own breath, then this is the speed we want to approach another. And because we're in our breath, we're in our organic, natural rhythm. The breath is important because it also brings us into our body. And I said right at the beginning of this sharing that our sex our orgasm is a sensation of the body it's not a thought of the mind and yet so many of us are approaching this from a headspace rather than a body space so bringing that breath in allows us to be in our body so so far we have slow down and we have breath the next one would be your senses your sensuality as I said sex is a sensation So we really want to start to ignite the sensations. We want to be aware of our touch, the smells, the tastes, what we can hear when we're with our lovers. And in life, if we start to approach life through our senses, then it becomes much richer if we are living life from our body rather than life from our head. And if we are having sex and orgasm and pleasure in our body rather than it just being a thought that we could possibly have one day in our head. You have been listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Audio hosted by Michelle Roberton. For more information, please visit brightontalksex.com.